I'm back from maternity leave. Welcome. I am Gabrielle Ruiz to WAF. Pallavi Sastry, my best friend, is on location, you know, filming a movie that she's producing and also like starring in. So she's busy. However, we do have a friend here that is on location with her that is one of our panelists. And I say panelists for the first time because this, this new live formula is the first of its kind here on WAF because we have a panel today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you are new watching this live or later, we love to record. Honestly, it's for accountability because like, I just need to feel like I have energy and people around me. So we love to do a monthly live episode recording um, for all of our Patreon subscribers and all of our guest friends that um, either have won a raffle ticket or can do a meet and greet with our celebrity guests and whatnot. And this is the first panel discussion of a sequel of a huge and hot poll I took on my Instagram that Pallavi and I have talked about. I'm excited about this. So these are listeners. These are contributors, whether it's Patreon or not. And then also some of these people are my friends. And then now some of these people are now my fast friends on this live show of WAF. So I am so excited to bring on our first panel guest who is also on location with Paula V. Sastry, my best friend and co-host of WAF. I am. Thank you. Yeah, we're making a movie. It's crazy. Until 2 a.m. picking up somebody in a fancy camera last night. And you know, it's great. Oh my God. Okay. So I had these like little prompt questions that I want to hear. We know that you're in, we're in Oklahoma city. But um, what's the last meal you had with your BF? Well, so there's two. I Well, I got to hang out with Pallavi and her sister Kirtana and their mom for her 60th, 60th birthday last night, which was like a delight. Oh, that's amazing. But what I want to share about actually is my friend, my best friend, Josh, who's my best friend from college, who is like a big deal now in Hollywood. I actually, when I was in LA to prep for this movie in July, I got to get Josh and me, Pallavi and Kirtana together for dinner. And it was the first time they like got to hang out. Like they had met before, but they like got to hang out. And this is someone who I was, we became friends on 9-11 when we were freshmen in college oh, when wow. he was 16 and I was 17. So like, wow, you know, magic. Oh, that's amazing. Oh my gosh. I love that. Well, welcome to the show. Just so you all know, again, Rose Harwood is a producer on WAF and has helped us really get to where we are from the, from the depths of the beginning produces with Pallavi, who is, I think, Kirtana Sastry. She's on her sister's Zoom right now. Hey, Pallavi. Glad you're here. Okay, so the next guest I have is Corinna Klein. Welcome. Is it Karina or Corinna? Hey, girl. So it's Karina. Tell me, where are you located? Um, I'm in Colorado. Oh, fabulous. Is it cold there? Is it hot there? It's, it's, it's hot. I'm in Southern Colorado. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you can make the show. So why don't you answer the question too? What is the last meal you had with your best friend? Uh, well, geez, with my best friend, um, she, so I am four weeks postpartum actually. And she Congrats. brought me, thank you. And, uh, she brought us some spaghetti and salad. So that was really lovely. Mm, I, I mean, when people bring you food, isn't it, the, it's, it's, it's like, mm-hmm. it tastes really, really different and more delicious. 
I totally agree. Oh, I love that. Well, welcome to the show. We're so glad you can make it. Our next guest is her handle is watch out. It's a bear. Okay. Like you've got to just follow Rachel Ehrlich. She's here. We're going to turn on your mic and your camera. I'm so glad you've made it. Girl, where are you and what's your last meal you had with the BF? Hi, I'm in Colorado also. It's a little bit weird for me to be here because I'm actually very private online, um, but I thought I would take a risk and interact with, like, I love listening to you guys. Um, But if you try to follow me, you won't find anything. The last meal I had with my best friend, I also also had a baby. Um, My baby's now six months old, but my best friend, I'm in Colorado. My best friend is in upstate New York. um, So she flew out to help me when I was in the, the dark period of the postpartum period. Um, and we had champagne and cheese and fruit and it was just restorative. It was the best oh. meal that I've had in a long time. You guys, I, I, I keep trying not to do it, but like what are babies for or something like what is postpartum <laughs> for? Like we might have a spinoff cause we could totally talk about that for hours. It's tough stuff. Well, thank you for joining the zoom life because as a, a new mom myself, it's, it's my lifeline. It really still is because like, I have some other things. Oh, Angelique, she says, yes, please. And I, I, I just like have some restrictions still in my life as well as like schedule and one car with my husband. We both work uh, like not really at home. Cause literally there's construction like to our right wall, to our back wall, and then like across the street. And so we come off location to work. And like, it's just everything when I can do these live shows. So thank you for joining Rachel. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, next guest is Lisa Cohn. Come on to the Zoom stage. All right, hello. Lisa, how are you? Where are you? And tell us your last meal with your BF. So I'm actually in LA. Um, It's nice and sunny here. It's not too hot. And my last meal was Thai food, which was really nice because I feel like it's very communal. We all got to talk and share. Oh, that's wonderful. Great. So then finally, my net, my last guest on this panel is a maternal thespian for me. We have lots of history. Uh, the, I was crashing in her New York City apartment. I'm doing an intro for you, Mace. Uh, I crashed into her New York City apartment before I had even met her. And then I ended up staying for seven weeks. Please welcome Macy Reeves to the program. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Macy, are you in New York? I am oh, technically Astoria, New York, Astoria. just this far outside of Manhattan, which is New York City. Yes. And what was your last meal with your BF? Um, I guess technically one of, I have a couple of BFFs, but my last meal was um, Mexican right before my, one of my best friends, Samantha Sturm, left on tour to be in My Fair Lady for the resurgence of Broadway and Broadway tours. We got to center off in oh, Mexican style, if you will, mm, with my two kids, I was able to take both of them to dinner with us. Oh, that's <laughs> fierce! That's As fierce. A mom, yes, you got to take those kids with you. Yes, and Rose, like I was about to say, is uh, the tour is coming to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. as well as Los Angeles and our other mutual friend, Rich Yoder's on it. And um, I can't wait to see him. And, you know, I've met Sam on at your wedding and I've never worked with her on the broad in the Broadway chapter that I had. And I cannot believe I'm not friends with her. I the just have to say that would be like this. I mean, okay. All this the this show definitely makes me a lot braver to actually make real friends in after 30 years old. And so mm-hmm. I, I, I hope you like hold me accountable to that. I will. Friends or reality. Yeah. So I did this poll 
you all participated, you all were part of it. I reached out and you were like, yes, I would love to join you, right? That's how this happened. And we became fast friends. So I want to start with this whole topic is about, can you be friends with your exes or ex? And I want to start with Rose because Rose was like, listen, I have great stories. (laughs) I have great stories. And you said it only works if both people understand that they are better as friends and commit to that. Okay. we got a lot of nods. We got Karina uh, nodding. We've got Rachel nodding. They're like totally agreeable. I want to go on and, and, and keeps explaining what you mean. So, um, funny enough, the, the best friend that I mentioned the dinner with, uh, makes fun of me for the fact that I am friends with my exes. I'm a bit notorious for it. I am actually friends with most of my exes, but wow. there are a couple of my exes that I am not friends with. And that okay. is, because is it a short list? Short. It short it's, list? Like, it's like three. This makes me sound like I have a million exes. That's okay. Uh, it's okay. You're really cute, Rose. Single. Single. Thank you. Um, no, the my my take on it is both people need to be emotionally mature enough to understand what the relationship was about. They need to have been able to like unpack it together and have taken the space that they need to figure out who they are. They need to understand that they are better off as friends and build the friendship on the fact that they once cared enough about one another to be in a relationship. Mm. You can absolutely build a friendship on that foundation. But if one or the other is still holding a candle and trying to date the other one, that will mess with the friendship energy. And it's like not a pure friendship then. And it absolutely won't work. So once you become friends with an ex, they still have, you still keep the opportunity that they still can strike out and you still will lose connection with them. Like you, do you, do you have like, do you feel like you have stricter parameters or like rules because you're not like in a romantic relationship with this person anymore? I wouldn't say it's necessarily stricter. I would say what you're dealing with often is like a suddenly deeper relationship maybe than you would have had otherwise, right? There's a depth to that friendship that is both really, really amazing, Mm -hmm. but could also backfire. So I think that's where you really have to have good boundaries with that person. So I wouldn't say that I'm stricter, but I I probably am more vocal about the same boundaries I would have in any relationship with them just to make sure that nothing is confused. Wow. Well, and one of my exes is literally staying in my New York apartment. I thought you said one of my exes is literally sitting right next to me. (laughs) No. (laughs) Macy, what were you going to say? I was just going to say that um, what, what you're saying Rose is on point in the sense that my one, one of my exes that I dated or the guy that I dated all through college for four years who very well had circumstances been different excuse me, would have more than likely I would have ended up marrying and I didn't. And now I'm better off. I love, I love the, not better off. I love where I am in my family. I have a, two beautiful children with my husband and he knows my ex-boyfriend from college. And that's where that boundary line, that's where we find that boundary line between really good friends and like the, you know, like just our, how our friendship kind of can fluctuate between the friendship and him knowing my husband and my no- husband knowing him and them being friends mm. from, from back in the day. And so it, where you, where you talk about that boundary line, I think also depends on where you are in the, 
if you have a current relationship now mm. as well. Like what does your current relationship, how does it affect the friendship that you have with an ex? That's a, that's a good point. So for all my panel, what are, do you bring up, when do you bring up, by the way, that this friend of mine's my ex to your other, to your romantic partner? <laughs> immediately. Rachel. Macy says immediately. Have- Rachel, go ahead. <laughs> Um, I also, I, my hot dating tip for everyone here is just to marry your best friend. Um, so my husband has been my best friend since I was 15. Um, so I didn't have to have that conversation with him about my exes that I'm friends with because he got to see all of those breakups happen in real time. Wow. Um, And that was, I will say that was really helpful because I know, um, that has something my, my other friends have struggled with is they're really close friends with their exes. And now they've started seeing someone new and it's like, gosh, like, do I tell them right away that this person I'm talking to on a regular basis is my ex or do I wait? If I wait, then it kind of almost makes it like I'm hiding it, but I don't want to chase this person away. So um, I, I will recognize I'm in a really unique situation that let me circumvent all of those really difficult conversations. Yeah. You kind of had to get like, you got away from, you got away with it. Basically. You were like, nah, you know it all. Great. Yeah. <laughs> you really know me. You really, you, you must really decision. love me. Yep. <laughs> You must love me. Yeah, totally. I totally I think get it. It also matters how much communication you're in with your ex friend. Like, I'm friends with all my exes, but they're not they're not my best friends who I talk to every day. So they're on your speed dial. Right. So it doesn't right. necessarily impact the relationship because it's not like this person is popping up all the time. That said, I've been single actually since I grew up with the person who is actually in my apartment right now because his apartment flooded in the storm. And I am not in my apartment. I am in Oklahoma and my apartment is half empty, you know, but it hasn't actually been something I have had to deal with, but I don't think it would be an issue because none of my exes are my best friends. Yeah. Most wow. of my exes, I only talk to here and there, but one of them is like on speed dial. Um, we had a really small wedding. He was one of three people who came to my very small wedding. So that's um, that would be a different kind of conversation for sure. If, if my husband hadn't known about that going in. Yeah. I, um, don't have any best friend exes, but I have like casual friend exes. So I wouldn't even think to bring it up right away. Say like, Hey, I'm friends with my ex. It wouldn't even cross my mind. Right. Right. Cause they're just your friend now. Like you moved on. Yeah. Right. It probably wow. depends on the timeline too. I will say my best friend ex I dated when I was 16, I'm 34 now. Like you know? Oh, we were such, remember when we were 16, you guys? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, if you're a listener to WAF, I'm so glad. And you're 16. Like, thanks for listening. Like this is all wisdom for you all. This is friendship gold. This is what you're going to sound like in your thirties postpartum. (laughs) 16 is a dark time. We don't talk about that. (laughs) Angelique, you're 24. You better work girl. Okay. So listen, um, I want to ask, I want to get back to Lisa, your answer on the poll was as long as it wasn't love in the relationship that you can, which I think I could fill up the sentence saying that you can be friends with your ex. Yes. So I have tried to be friends with many exes and I find it way more difficult when love was involved just for my heart, for myself, as well as mm-hmm. for the friendship. I feel like a lot of things in the relationship, no matter how much time get carried into the friendship. Um, mm-hmm. If you really love someone, it's never, it's never fun to break up, obviously, but especially when it's true love. 
So for me, there was always that baggage that carried on into the friendship that made it impossible to be a friend with someone unless it wasn't love because it was a little easier to let things go now that the romance is gone. Mm. And is there a time, is there a timeline that you can remember how long it took to then be platonic after the romance is over? Because for me, I mean, I talk, you guys can listen to this episode when it drops me and Paula, we definitely dive into our opinions on it. And like, mine is like a two year mark. Like I could maybe entertain the idea to be friends with my ex, even if it was love or not. (laughs) Mine actually same two or three years. I have an ex that tried very hard to stay friends with me. And it took me a good two or three years before I was able to say, okay, I could put the past aside and be friends with you. And how did that conversation go? Like, were you like, this is not working or did you just like ghost them? Did you have to have a fight about it to be like ID time? I, he was still bringing up the same communication issue. So it was easier for uh, me. I was able to say, hey, this isn't working. You're not listening to me. I don't feel heard in this friendship. Um, and this went on for a couple of years of him every few months trying to hit me up until I guess he grew out of it um, or enough time that has passed where his communication issues weren't an issue for me anymore. But it wasn't a solid conversation. It, it could have been, but it wasn't me saying I need more time. It was me saying this is still bothering me. Yeah. 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 Because like I feel I remember a an ex trying, like came to a show that I was in. They were like, Oh my God, you're so great. I also know so-and-so in the show. What can't wait to see you backstage. And I was like, mm, but that's not- so awkward when it's in person. <laughs> when you have to react in real time and uh, yeah. and that <laughs> forced and that forced, like agreeable, everything's fine, but it's not. And I'm still mad at you about it. Yeah. You have to smile because you're in public. exactly so does anyone when they go through breakups like set boundaries at the time that you break up like Gabrielle have you ever had a conversation while ending a relationship about hey like I don't want us to talk in public like I need x time no no I don't think about it I just I want to like get out of there you know what I mean like it's over Macy I was gonna ask a question this also being a what are friends for and hearing you Gabrielle and even Lisa you you needing that time that space but what about you either as a friend for your girlfriend or for me for me I think of you Gabrielle like I remember some of one or two breakups where I still will not speak I won't look your exes in the eye because oh that's a totally different no. episode no. <laughs> yes, right. conversation. But, you know, I got at least saying? one like, of Gabrielle's exes I don't want to look in the eye ever again you know because there's <laughs> right, exactly so what are to me, there's also the friendship boundary of not just you as your relationship, but also your friends. Choosing sides. Choosing sides. Of the divorce. And having like, how long does that last? That's again, a whole nother conversation. No, which we could talk about, but I was like, oh, that's, yeah, that's a totally, I mean, wait. That lives on my block that I won't look at because I'm like, nope, mm -mm, I know. know." You hurt my friend. Yes, you have. hurt my friend. Which then hurt me. So just a thought yeah. like how long does that last man you know Rachel the question you asked um I've never established so when we break up this is what's going to happen I've only like talked about like the day we're breaking up because there were logistics of like him uh 
taking his things. Like, I guess you take your things conversation, but, um, I think it's kind of like a walk away and see if that person entertains the idea. Has it, does anybody else, has anybody else had that conversation? Like establishment of these are, Oh, I have to pretty regularly. Cause I, I usually date within my friend group. So whenever ah. like my relationships end, we can't have that dynamic. We can't do the divorce and the dividing of friends because it's just all a community. So, um, that became so after my first, like, yeah, my, actually my ex who I'm still really close friends with, he was the only one that I didn't have that conversation with. Cause it was the first time it happened. But from that, every other breakup, I would say like, okay, like, what are we going going to do moving forward? Like, I'm not comfortable seeing you for a while. So like, if you make plans with friends, like just text me and I'll plan not to go. So we don't have to make our friends pick sides and like, I'll follow up in six months and we can see if we're ready to see each other again. So that honest, it's weird to do during a breakup, especially because it's hard to think clearly if someone's breaking up with you and you were really invested in the relationship. But I will say like, I I've gotten pretty good at navigating breakups. Like it makes it a lot more comfortable and it really helps. Um, cause it's painful. Like the division of friends, like that's not fun for anyone. So it's nice to be able to, if you can, um, just kind of avoid that and not put your friends in that position. Unless they choose to like Macy with a sword <laughs> down Astoria, New York. <laughs> She's literally like slaying all of the, all of my exes for me that, that still live in Manhattan. Well, if they're not mutual friends, then yeah, pick sides away. I think it's I mean, also hard. You can't necessarily control though, how you're going to interact with them. Like what, what if you work with them or what if they're, you know, like you said, in your friend group, yeah. um, I think, I think that actually Lisa brought up something that is really, really important, which is you have to understand the context of why the relationship ended in the first place. There's one of my exes that I will never be friends with because he's a terrible communicator and he would ghost in every conversation and he was unreliable and he triggered every trust issue I've ever had. So why would I want to be friends with someone like that? Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to be, once I identified that and I didn't want to be in a relationship with someone like that, there's no reason, there's no value for me to be in a friendship with someone like that. But then, totally. you know, when we have someone like, my sweet, sweet ex who is like literally living in my apartment for free right now. Like he, he, it was a situation where like at my place of work, he was there sometimes as like a member It was fitness setting in my old life in the fitness world. Mm -hmm. And I would see him. And honestly, the fact that I ran into him and had to navigate running into him is probably why we're friends Mm. because I was sort of forced to confront it. I was forced to see him. We were forced to talk about it. It forced me to communicate when I was uncomfortable, when I wasn't, he had to understand how it was for me. This is my place of work. Right. right. But I also had to understand he's a paying member of my place of work. Right. So that was, and that's also not how we met. It's further complicated. It is what it is. But I think the context of the breakup. And then if you actually get to communicate what the boundaries are, I think if you do that and everybody respects that you probably will end up friends because that builds trust. And you're just better off as friends. Yeah. No, I totally get that. Instead of changing your gym membership to another gym. Right. Like a sex in the city episode. <laughs> like, I think there is one. Miranda's just like, she like, what happened? He was like, you're too conceited. And she's like, oh, and then she like leaves her gym. Karina, did you want to say something? I'm just sitting here admiring how healthy all y'all's exes apparently are. Uh, <laughs> because I'm thinking back through my history and like how messy the people were. And I didn't even think about it until just now. <laughs> I do have a few exes locked. I will fully admit that. 
Well, and also Karina, your, your reply on one of my polls says it doesn't work period weird expectations and knowing way too much to put up with their bullshit. Okay. So Mm -hmm. like, I just want to talk to Karina now because (laughs) I am on this camp. Ah, Am I in this camp? I think I'm more like not friends with my ex. She knows me very well. Yeah, she's nodding. I'm not friends with my ex. So Karina, tell me, dive in, spill. Like what, keep keep going, keep going. Oh Lord, okay. So um, let her go, girl. The main one that I had, so I had like a couple of, they weren't well suited. So like I, I'm Facebook friends with them. It's not a big deal. I don't really like talk to them. But the one guy that was like actually for serious, um, I tried, like we we had a separation um, his reason to break me was that after two years, we didn't have like his friend, his elderly friend died who had a marriage of like 40 years. And he's like, well, I don't see that we have memories like their relationship. And I'm like, well, yeah, no shit. It's been two years. What's the deal here? Whatever. Um, so it ended up being very messy. Um, the last time I saw him, he like told me I was being stupid. So I was like, okay, bye. Um, and then he reached out to me a few months later and I thought it was gonna be an opportunity to like mend bridges and like, just be normal humans. Cause we had been friends before we were together. Um, and I was like, you know, it's fine. Like it was a failed experiment. We're good. Everything's fine here. I'm fine. Um, and then about, let's see, that was probably like August. Um, the incident had happened in May. And then by November, I start getting messages from his friend that he's been drinking and that um, I'm clearly the person who should make him feel better. And, oh, yeah, no, I was just like, um, oh, no, 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 Um, no. And like texting and calling and like basically harassing me. Mm. Um, I was with my my current husband, like at that point, I was just like, what is happening? Why is any of this happening? And ultimately... (laughs) He sent an Elvis impersonator to my, my door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I lived in Illinois at the time, um, about two hours outside of Chicago. And he hired someone from Chicago to come to my, my house. Wow. And when I was washing my dogs. And so he then continued to pay him to circle the block until I was done. Um, and then I had to stand about two feet from an Elvis impersonator who was shorter than I am, smelled of asparagus water, <laughs> and was just... I was horrified. Um, and he sang in my face, mind you, I, I didn't care about Elvis. I didn't not like Elvis, but I didn't. What did I have to know what he sang? Um, don't be cruel and blue Christmas. Um, how dare you? And then he gave me, uh, letters from my ex and then from my ex's dog. Wait, Mm -hmm. Elvis gave you letters from my ex ex and my ex's dog. Wait, were you like served by an Elvis impersonator? Because like, what (laughs) is happening here? I don't know. Um, Oh, side note, this man never got me flowers in our entire relationship. Um, And he sent the Elvis impersonator with a bouquet of white lilies the size of my torso. Wow, that's- Mind you, I hate lilies because I think they smell like funerals. (laughs) Well, yeah, they definitely symbolize a lot of death. Um, The end of things. that was- (laughs) Just everything about it was upsetting. It so, was very problematic. So then Karina, why can't you be friends with this person? <laughs> because he's mildly delusional. Yeah. Yeah. Also, why yeah. is this not like a screenplay? Because I'd watch this movie. <laughs> Everyone, I, they're like, why didn't you record it? I'm like, I was horrified. I was 
horrified. I couldn't move. Oh, mildly delusional does not. That's not even the right word. My, no, no. no. Yeah, that does make a story. Sometimes yeah. real life is more shocking and mm-hmm. hilarious and unbelievable than fiction. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a screenplay you would turn in where they like whoever would be like, no, like no one's gonna believe this. Yeah, yeah. like this, this would never, never happen. happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> unrealistic, ridiculous. It's too wow. far. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Asparagus water. I know exactly what that smells like. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely categorized as an unhealthy breakup. Mm-hmm. So, you're, so did this person, did this Elvis lover like say, can we be friends after this? Like, did it work? No. Did, or did you just like never? No, he you, wanted you, to like get back yeah. together. And I was like, uh-uh, like, no, Mm-mm. I'm with somebody else. Like, this isn't possible you know, like you've been harassing me for like three months via your friend. Side note, his friend who had, who's harassing me was a lawyer. And so I was like, if you contact me again, I will like file charges. And he immediately stopped talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. <laughs> also tell Elvis to leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> right. Oh my God. And like, and then in his letter, he said that he was going to hire a Roy Orbison impersonator instead, but he got, and like, again, I was just like, I don't even know who the hell that is. That is so specific. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I know who Roy Arberson is. Well, I now I know. Why, though. Now I know. So weird thing though, I'm, I'm haunted by Elvis because so many people love Elvis. And so literally at an employee luncheon pre-COVID, they had an Elvis impersonator and you're like, who I came go. and sang in my face. You're like, I have to go. Triggered. I have to go. <laughs> no, literally after that, I was like, please, no, please, no. Please don't. Get away from me. No. And he looked so sad. I was like, you don't, just please. Oh my gosh. You're like, I can't take this. Oh my gosh. You can't possibly understand. No, I I can't explain it to me. Don't, yeah, I can't explain to you. Don't have a seat. Please walk away. Just, Mm -hmm. I can't do it. Oh, Karina, Mm -hmm. that's, that makes complete sense. Why you wouldn't be friends with your ex. And Mm -hmm. do you have plural exes? Is that all the same extreme? Um, Just (laughs) a couple. Um, So I have two other exes, Uh, one ex, we weren't really like official. I was like 18. I was very young. And it turned out that the reason that he was getting constant like bullshit from his family the entire time we would hang out is because he had a baby mama at home. Right. So that was cool. And then there was the other one that just, we were a bad fit and we honestly stayed together because I was dating him when my dad died and I was like in a fog. So it was a season. Yeah. And, uh, just, we were friends, but like he was hyper, like super obnoxiously, like in your face, Christian, like problematically. So, and I was like, okay, I need to like, I'm going to mute you. I don't want to see yeah, all because, your stuff all the time. Because like, there's a, there's a lot of like bias judgment mm-hmm. with that. And you just like, again, like what Lisa and I were talking about, like, you just need time to grow away from that relationship mm-hmm. to maybe have a chance, not Elvis, but like other people have a chance to just, you know, possibly just be happy for each other and have right. some sort of closure. And I think first with myself to then be able to have closure in a healthy way with that ex of a person. Yeah. Oh, Karina, that, that is I'm so sorry to say that's hysterical and terrible all at the same time. It's one of my favorite stories to tell because it was so problematic. Oh, so like what I did with the flowers (laughs) the next day, my friends and I walked to a cemetery about two blocks away and I found an unmarked grave and put them on there. Oh, that's Um, nice. And then my one friend, Elvis put a little like Elvis scarf on me 
Um, again, Jeez. I don't, didn't care about Elvis. So I gave that to my friend who actually like, did like Elvis. So I was like, I am getting rid of this bad energy. I don't want any part of this with me ever again. And then I burned his letters because fuck that guy. Oh, good. I bet that <laughs> felt real good. I bet that felt real good. Okay. So one last question for all of my panelists. Do you follow your exes on social media? Only the ones I'm friends with. Okay. Karina. Yeah. Just like the one now, uh, my, my first guy, cause we were children. So Rachel. Um, right. yeah, I follow not, I mean, I have a couple of exes that the breakups were bad and I don't have anything to do with them. Um, but the ones that I still talk to, yeah, I follow them on social. Lisa. One of them I've become friends with his girlfriend too. Really? Oh man. I take it too personally. I take it way too personally. I've done that a lot of times. Wait a minute. I have something grimace. in common. Like wait we both minute, like Rose. this guy. What Rose had a grimace though. She's like, yeah, guilty. I, no, why do you feel? The, yeah. What's the face for? The grimace is because sometimes the friendship was better with the new significant other. And then I didn't often always get to maintain the friendship with the new significant other, because if it got messy, it depends on how close the friendship was with the ex. Mm. Yeah. So I, sometimes like I ended up really liking the new partner better, but then that doesn't work if they stay together. And then if they break up, it's also weird because then you have this weird thing in common and it's like bad complaining energy. <laughs> right. Cause then they come event to you and they're like, did you know? And you're like, yes, I knew. Yes. Like I that's knew. why we broke up. Yeah. That's why, yeah. that's why we Glad broke you figured up. it out too. <laughs> Lisa, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I can't be social media friends with my exes. I'd rather not know what they're doing with their life. If we say friends, we communicate and they can tell me what they want me to know about their life, but I'd rather not see it all. Right. And adding on to seeing significant other, their new significant others, I always see the flaws in my exes. So I'm like, why are they with them? Like, don't they know they're better than my ex? Like, they could do better. Um, it, it's not for me. You know, that reminds me, that remind Macy, I'll get to you in a second. It reminds me with that friend that was like, hey, I'm coming to your show. Let's hang out. I did say hello to his new significant other at an audition, like a dance call. And we was just like, hey, I was just like, hi, how are you? And like, hilarious enough, I think we look alike. And I was just, we kind of went in for a lot of the same things. And um, I said, hello. And I think that, I think my ex thought that was the green light to be like, everything's fine. We're friends. And I remember telling him, I was like, everything is fine, but we're not friends. And like, I had to be very clear about that, Rachel. Like I was just like, I, I, when, when that person, when he approached me on it or just assumed, I was like, oh, maybe that I'll, I'll take accountability for that. Like, I just need to explain it to you. Like, I'm not over it. I'm not, I'm not going to follow you on. I, I don't even think Instagram was a thing then yet. I was like, I'm just going to not, I'm just going to unfollow you. And I need to just grow away. Macy, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just gonna say that yes, I'm I'm friends with follow all the social media, and I'm also friends with most of my ex's family, whether it be sisters, mom, get out dads. of town, get out of town. Yeah, like the the whole thing. I mean, I went to my ex boyfriend's wedding. His parents came to my wedding. Like, there's one of one of many actually. I had I had three exes come to my wedding, and vice <laughs> versa. So, <laughs> but yeah. So I'm. To answer the initial question, I'm I followed them all. 
just evolved Macy Reeves. Like, she's like, I'm good. I'm evolved. Come to the wedding. Being old gets you all the things. I don't know. know, But also you're Southern. And like, I went to that, I went to your wedding and I thought I was going to know more than one person. And and it was just like, so like, guys, it's like that beautiful, like huge mansion, me feel wedding in Georgia, like good old Southern Belle, Georgia wedding. And I have to say maybe the best weddings. And my lodge had a taxidermied alligator in it. So I'll just say that. So, um, going off of that, I have to say to these panelists, thank you for joining and sharing and spilling more why I can or cannot be friends with my XT and why Elvis has scarred me for life, because this is like a really cool, special live show with a panel. I love hearing from our listeners and our fans. So thank you for listening. I want everyone to that. If you're, if you, this is the first time you're hearing WAF, I would love for you to follow us and also share this episode. And then also if our uh, panelists would love to put their, any kind of social media handle for everyone to like connect and whatnot, you can put that in the chat as well as land of gold where Rose and Pallavi are, please follow, please support because it's going to be, it's the first South Asian feature on HBO max guys. Like it's a huge deal. It's a beautiful story. I can't wait for you guys to watch it. Lightning So Rose, you'll start us off and then you guys can just go one after another. Do you have none, one or multiple best friends? It's complicated. Love it. Karina? Multiple. Rachel? I have multiple, but one like wife. Life wife. Lisa? I have multiple. Mace? Four. You have four best friends? Yep. Very specific. Okay, great. Um, next question is what is your go-to way to stay in touch? I'm a texter, but like, like GIF, GIF, whatever you call that. Like, I like to make people laugh visually on text. Same. I'm a texter. Um, Rachel, you can yeah, go. Yeah, same here. I forgot my order. Yeah, same. I do a lot of like, <laughs> I used to do a lot of like chatting, like on my computer, uh, multitasking at work. And yeah, um, I'm a texter. Simple. Old school phone call. You do phone calls. You know, I um, have been texting and calling Macy after I've had a baby and all of my gratitude and all of my memories have definitely washed away out of my brain and they've all been wrong. Like I've just like, happy birthday. Like last month, she's like, my birthday's right after yours in December, but thank you. <laughs> so, Mom brain is real. Wow. It's real. It is wow. okay. We all, I still have it. It's okay. <laughs> so the next question is in one word or we'll take a hyphen it what type of friend are you if you could title yourself what type of friend are you and examples are a problem solver mama bear cactus friend needy blunt you can be creative you can be specific rose uh r- ride or die i'm really <laughs> reliable and loyal uh information person I don't even know what that means. What is that? What's that SAT word? Information person? Informative. Informative. And I, yeah, I'm a therapist. So people are like, here's my psychology question. I need that friend too. I get it. Rachel? I'm probably the overthinker. If you come to me with a problem, I'll help you look at every angle and will not help you solve it. Oh, I love that. Thank God for you. Lisa? Uh, I'm going to go with two needy and introspective friends. I'm going to hide the bodies for you. <laughs> That is true. True. 
Macy. Everyone be everyone needs Macy as a friend too. Okay, next question. Rose, what would you like to do better as a friend? I would like to be in touch more. I, I can be a little aloof and people might think that I'm not there for them or that I don't want to talk to them or I don't want to be social uh, or get invited to stuff just because I'm really good on my own. Uh, so I'd like to be a bit more involved and available. Karina? Pretty similar. Um, I'm a pretty independent person and also get easily kind of like sucked up into my own life. So it's it's hard, especially because I live in Colorado and I'm from Illinois. So a lot of my people are like states away. Same for me. I uh, historically invest a lot of emotional energy into my friendships, but I've, I've got two kids. I work full time. Like I just, I have a friend who's been going through a really hard breakup recently. And I just like, I respond to him like maybe once a week because. I just can't more than that. And um, I wish I had more time and emotional energy. I feel like I change like the seasons, like I'll invest a lot in one point and then friendships kind of slowly die for a little bit and they come back stronger and then they die again. So it, it really depends on the time. Kind of the same as virtually ladies that I wish I was, I could be a little more communicative and especially with COVID not being able to see or see people or even travel as much. I haven't yeah. been able to go home or travel to see my best friends. So I wish that I had and still can be more communicative and 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 be a better listener. That. Mm. I think we all agree that being a better listener is so hard in this life versus like a, a watcher, like on the social media, like actually listening to your friends and having time for that. I totally understand. My new friendship time stamp of being able to answer texts is like at four in the morning during my breastfeeding session. It's just like, I can do it. It's quiet. Nothing else is happening. I don't need to answer an email at the moment and just like text people back. Until you drop your phone on your baby. Oh, that has happened. It has happened. Oh, okay. I gave my baby a black eye because I dropped the phone on her. (laughs) Little babies. Little babies. Y'all are more coordinated at 4 a.m. than I am, clearly. Because <laughs> I am not touching anything. I'm just like, ah, oh, baby. Okay. Just baby go. Just get it done. Okay. Last question to all of my panelists. Um, Rose, what are friends for? Everything. Great. Karina, what are friends for? Uh, support, care affection. I think more anything else to get you outside of your comfort zone. Mm. Rachel, what are friends for? I, uh, I knew this question was coming and I'm overthinking it, but I, I think to just help you understand yourself better and like, you know, use that information about yourself to like live your best life. Lisa, what are friends for? Um, I think they're for giving your life purpose. So you're not just floating around and not really interacting with the world around you. Oh, I understand that floating around description and still, I'm still smelling asparagus water. Macy, what are friends for? Uh, life sustainability, being able to stay stable and, and present. I can concur. Thank you to our panelists for the sequel of The Ex-Friend Files. Thank you, Rose, also our producer of WA, for joining. Karina from Colorado. Rachel with the two kids and the cat condo in the bag. Lisa and all of your amazing stories. And Mama Macy Reeves, who has been there for me and maybe buried a body or two, I have to say. If you have not heard it here, it is not official. 
And um, I just have to say you all, thank you. Thank you for coming. And thank you for sharing what are fronts for you can follow, you can listen, you can subscribe, leave a review. Those algorithms really make a difference. And also if you would like to contribute with all that we care about, you can also subscribe on our Patreon. So with that, thank you for being here. I love you all very much. All of my friends, Pallavi, I'm glad you made it. And to be an audience member, I hope you enjoyed the show. All right, we're going to dance out with our outro. So lovely to see you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Also, thanks, Anna, for all this. She nailed it. Didn't she nail it? This episode was produced by Team Access Productions and Fastnickel Inc. and presented by Hoo-Ha-Ha. Our supervising producer is Philip Sanchez. Our consulting producers are Kathleen Cho and Rose Harwood. Head of production and marketing is Anna Daniker. Digital content director is Susie Cabello. Our production assistants are Daniela Aredia Vega, Soler Olson, and Megan Villadu. Our podcast artwork is created by Ashwarya Sukesh. Original music is by Joey Sherman. Special thanks to Irresistible Force Publicity and Hari Savitala. Don't forget to download the free Hoo-Ha-Ha app to listen to Walk and other exclusive women-led podcasts. It's so much fun. And as always, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you're listening now. This helps our show's visibility and helps us keep making it for you. And find us on all the socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and even TikTok at WAFF Podcast. That's W-A-F-F Podcast. To find links to our exclusive vodcasts, live shows, shop merch, or even text us, visit WAFFpodcast.com. We truly appreciate you all checking in with us online. But you know that friend that you've been like, oh, I really haven't checked in with them in a while. Go do that. Yeah, go do that now. Go do that now. Bye.